Welcome to 90 Day the Melanated Way. Listen, I am so excited to just have a new show. Love in Paradise, the Caribbean, a 90 day story. New cast members. I had so much to talk about, y'all. Like, just all of it, all of it. And I want to fill you in. And I know some of you guys don't have Discovery Plus. So, hopefully, this will help make it make sense because y'all, it's a lot. And I am here for it. But first, as usual, We'll get some housekeeping out of the way. Hey, Facebook people. Hey, YouTube people. Hey. Wherever you guys are watching, please give me those thumbs up and those hearts. It would be much appreciated. Y'all support the show. Support the show. Support the show. We're putting on so many more shows, you guys, and I do need your help and your support. So if you're watching on YouTube, we have Super Chat, Super Stickers. Please feel free. Uh, if you love something, show the love. And if not, uh, you can support in other ways. We're on Patreon. And our Cash App information is right there scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Everything helps. Shout out to my Patreon subscribers, uh, the VIP ones. Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Ray Della, Linda, Brianna, I miss you. Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, Jaleesa, uh, Judy, Beth, and Chandra, what up? Love y'all. Hey, live chat. Okay, so I absolutely love this new show. I don't know if it's because it's just fresh and new. And one of the things I love about the new 90 Day cast is it's brand new for them. Hey, Michelle. Hey, girl. Hey. Y'all, shout out Michelle. She is one of the best moderators over on Facebook. And as that page grows, we need all the moderators we can get. Because some of y'all, some of y'all, that side eye. Anywho, I'm loving this new cast. And so some of you have seen the show. Some of you haven't seen the show. So it's going to be a recap and a review. So that if you haven't seen it, you're going to know what it's about. And, you know, you'll be set. So first couple... I want to talk about here is this couple right here. Ariana, she's 25, y'all, and Sherlon, who is 35 from Orange Bay, y'all. Now, these two right here, these two right here, I, I don't even know what to tell y'all, but I want to give you guys a little bit of the backstory. Uh, even if you watch the show, the backstory helps. So, Nine months ago, Ariana vacationed in Jamaica and met Sherlon, a tall Jamaican man who runs his dad's tour boat business, in addition to working at a resort for swingers. You heard it here, for swingers. Now, she's six months pregnant with Sherlon's baby. Ariana is going back to Jamaica to convince him to move to the U.S. so they can get married, raise their child together, and be together. But will Sherlon agree to leave his island life for a woman he barely knows? And that is the key word, you guys barely knows. Now let's get into their little hoorah, okay? So she's 25, he's 35, 
And uh, <laughs> we meet her contouring her face, y'all. Now, I don't, I don't want to say bad things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying bad things. I'm just like, she's 25. And I, when I'm looking at her doing all this contouring, like these 25-year-olds, they look like they're 35 and 45 now. I don't know. And it could just be me. But I was surprised that she was only 25 years old. I really was. And so she's contouring her face. She's talking about how, um, you know, maybe she was bullied a little bit growing up. She's always been plus size, uh, but she started working out and doing like deadlifts and heavy weight, heavy weights. And she lost over a hundred pounds. And in celebration of that, she booked a trip to Jamaica with her sister. And, you know, she was there for some time, y'all. She was there for at least a week and she met Sherlon two days left on her trip. Two days, y'all, two days, because that is going to be very important in the whole scheme of this storyline, okay? Two days. Um, Sherlon, 35, he works at his dad's boating business, and she saw him on the boat, and she told her sister, I want to go on that boat. I want to go on the boat with the hot men. She goes on the, on the boat with the hot men, and she thought he was funny as soon as she met him, and they literally only had two days together, but they spent all that time together. All that time. All that time meaning the two days, okay? And he made her feel beautiful. He made her feel sexy. She just really loved being around her him. Now, I don't know if y'all, and I was going to pull it up, but I ran out of time, but I've been to Jamaica, y'all, a few times, and it's beautiful. And you do get washed up by, like, all the drinks and the beautiful scenery and the water and the beautiful men and the beautiful people. And it's, like, it's like hot, and you feel, like, hot. And Yes. Yes, TG. It's island love, island fever. And so it's that. And you got to remember it's that. And you got to remember, y'all, that, a lot of the money that comes into a lot of these Caribbean countries is tourist money. And when you when you work in the tourist industry, you know that it's gonna be a bunch of tourists and you kind of like it because you know you can party with all these different people from all around the world, but guess what? It's just a party and it's just a job. Remember that. And also too, remember that you're on vacation. If you're the tourist, you're on vacation, okay? You ain't new, they see, me, they see you every week someone new every week. So just... anyone that watches my show, you know how I feel about Vacay Bay. So this whole show is right up my alley. Anywho, Sherlon tells us all about Jamaica. Jamaica, he says, is about parties. It's about reefer. It's about friendly people. Oh, and by the way, he has a second job. And his second job is working at a resort for swingers. And from what I saw, it wasn't just, oh, we're swingers, we're swingers and we're nudists because everyone was naked. I was five minutes in the show and I'm, I'm like, look at all these sexy naked, naked bodies. What's happening? Oh, this is a swingers resort? Oh, okay. Your man works at the swinger resort. Okay. Okay. Um, so a lot of nakedness, a lot of sex. He, his words, not mine, y'all. And a lot of orgies, his words, not mine. Um, and one of the rules is we're at working at this resort is you're not supposed to interact with the guests at all. And so the producers ask, like, you know, have you broken the rules before? And 
he says he's broken them more times than he can count. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. So tourists come and go. And that's how he feels about it. And that's how I feel about it. And that's how we all know anyone who's vacationed, especially in a tropical resort, and especially in an all-inclusive resort, you know that this is like, they get paid to like buddy you up and let you spend all your money and have the best experience so that you will tell your friends and you'll come back and it'll be a whole thing. And that's what he's doing. And his words too, he was like, tourists come and go. He didn't think he would be tied to one forever. Now, listen, y'all, Ariana, she's in love. That's her man, okay? She is in love. That's her man. She wants to be with him. She wants to bring him to America. He hasn't said he wants to come to America, but that's her baby daddy, okay? Now, here's the thing that I just, like, <sighs> Ariana comes back from her vacation. A month later, she finds out she's pregnant, okay? Now, I need to take this picture down so that I really can look at your all faces and you can see my face when I say this. Okay, you're on vacation. You're on vacation in a foreign country. You're on vacation in a foreign country at a resort. You're on vacation in a foreign country at a resort and one of those resorts is a swingers resort. I'm not saying that you stayed at the swingers resort, but you know the dude that you, you met for only two days works at that swinger resort. You decide that you're in love and you spend your last two days, which is only 48 hours, falling in love with this dude. And not only do you say you fell in love with him, but y'all, y'all, I'm talking to all y'all that do this because I know she is not the one, only one. Y'all are having unprotected sex with a random stranger that you just met and you've only known for two days. And then you're flying back to your country and having a baby. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Have y'all not ever been to the islands? Because that's amateur behavior, my friends. First of all, don't get me started on the part like you're a grown ass adult. Have as much sex as you want. It's your body, your choices. But but be smart. Use protection. You don't know this fool from Adam. And I just read an article, you guys, two days ago, okay? Two days before I watched this show. And in America specifically, do you know that STDs are up 90%? And they're trying to say because everyone's been locked down and the, the pandemic and all that. No, y'all, some of y'all are nasty, okay? Y'all are nasty. You need to wrap it up on both sides and stop playing. Not only can the women get pregnant, but there are a bunch of STDs still running out there. And it is not cute, y'all. Behave yourself. Cut it out. cut it out. But back to Ariana. She's crying. Okay. She's home. She found out she's pregnant. She's crying. She wasn't ready. This was not the time. She got caught up in the moment. You're 25, my friend. You're 25. You got caught up. Okay. But you made a conscious decision and you're now making a conscious decision. 
Okay. You made a conscious decision. You have choices and you had choices and you made a conscious decision. And now we're crying about it and you're not ready. You're stressed out. You're worried about being a single mom. So she's in the process of discussing what to do with uh, Sherlon and she wants him to come to the US, but he has expressed no zero interest in coming to the US. It's her idea, but it's her idea because she thinks that if you're pregnant and you're having someone's baby, that person should be the father and you should be a family unit and be together and raise your child. And her baby's due in three months and she's crying because she feels that if Sherlon doesn't want to come to America, then perhaps he is, her words, not the person she thought he was. What? Not the person, you've known him for, you knew him for two days. You've known, two days you've known him. So the person you thought he was when? When he was partying and I want to say something that I'm not about to say, but I really want to say, but when y'all were partying together, politically correct way, that person, he's not the person you thought he was. He's absolutely the person you thought he was. You're just trying to make him a different person, my friend. You're trying to make him a different person. Michelle, I absolutely agree. He, Michelle's saying he should help her raise the kid. I'm not saying that he shouldn't. What I'm saying is that there are two adults engaging in adult behavior, not using protection. He never once said that he wanted to come to the US, so she can't make him come to the US. How you're gonna deal with that, you're gonna deal with that, whether that's financial support, whether, you know, the kids spend summers here or, or you know, winters there, whatever. Y'all gonna have to co-parent and you're gonna have to co-parent from afar if he does not want to come to America because he never said he was coming to America. It was your choice to have unprotected sex and have a baby with him. Okay. Okay. So that's how I feel. And feel free, if you guys don't agree with me, let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the comments below. But this right here, this couple, this couple right here is a hot mess. It's a hot mess as far as I, I'm concerned. Um, and can someone remind me where she lives? She is from Quincy, Illinois, Quincy, Illinois. So she's moved home uh, so that she can be supported and not be alone in this pregnancy. And so she's moved home with her mom, Karen, and she's going back to Jamaica, y'all. She's going back to Jamaica with her mom and her two sisters because she wants her family to meet the father of her baby. And you know, her mom's asked her and is continuing to ask her if they've talked about the future, uh, you know, her mom even thinks that she's in for a rude awakening because she sees their interaction. They have like this call. So their baby, they're shopping for baby clothes and it's a whole thing. And you guys, I thought it was weird that the mom was buying the clothes and she wasn't. It just shows me that there might be some more stuff that we don't know about yet, but she's living at home mom's buying the thing and even the phone that she used to call her supposed bay it was her mom's phone so there's something going on there i don't know exactly what but we're well, i'm sure we'll find out so anyways mom thinks that uh ariana is in for a rude awakening and 
you know, she's nervous. She's nervous for her daughter. She wants her daughter to be happy, but she's nervous because she doesn't think that she knows this man very well as she doesn't. And Ariana, she knows that Ariana is really nervous about being a single mom. And, you know, she just really believes that parents should be in the same country. And, you know, she started crying again. Crystal said, homeboy ain't want to be in no Illinois. We've seen this already. Remember the barbershop? <laughs> hey, Haley. Hey, girl. Hey. So I know that the Canadians don't get Discovery Plus in Canada. That's why I'm trying to give you guys the biggest breakdown that I can here as I recap and review it. And I think that you'll get a sense of what's going on. So that's that couple. Questions, to say the least questions to say the least now next up i want to tell you guys about this couple so the next couple is amber and daniel and let me pull their pictures up for you all right you guys this is Amber and Daniel. Amber's from Florida. I want to say Seminole, Florida, and Daniel's from Chico, Costa Rica. After meeting three years ago, you guys, three years ago, while Amber was vacationing in Costa Rica, she and Danielle, uh, or excuse me, Daniel, are now ready to get married. But Amber, who has spent the last year financially supporting Daniel and spearheading their K-1 visa application has become resentful and wonders if she's committing to a life as Daniel's mother rather than his wife. Yes, Amber. Yes, you are. Okay. Yes, you are. Because you're 30. He's 23. Okay. From originally Venezuela, but living in Costa Rica. Now, what did we learn about Amber during this episode? Okay. She's a cat lady, and I just threw that out there. It's not really paramount to the show, but you guys know how I feel about cats. She's a cat lady, and she goes on trips. She loves traveling the world, um, but she also likes to hook up with different guys while she travels, and that's kind of like her thing. She like hooks up, has these tropical flings, and she keeps it pushing normally. But for some reason, uh, one night she met Daniel in Costa Rica, and... She fell for him. And like, so uh, we're not really even sure how this thing really happened. He came up, he was with his cousin. He came up to her and her sister at the bar. They got super drunk, hooked up. And then that hookup turned into another hookup and another hookup. She continued to travel and then came back to Costa Rica and they continued to hook up. And then, bow, it's been three years. So, um, Daniel is 23, and Daniel's point of view is Daniel likes to see the beautiful girls of the world because, again, he's kind of in the service industry as well uh, in Costa Rica, and he never thought that he would be serious. But they're out of the club. Him and his roommate approached these two, got drunk. They had sex the first night. Kind of, she said. Oh, kind of? What's that about? Oh, because he got too drunk and the rest is history. So 
take what you need to take from that, but they kinda had sex the first night and it kinda, all the parts didn't get together because there was too much alcohol involved. Um, and then she went back and she didn't go back, I lied. She continued her travels and in her travels, he contacted her every day throughout her travels. Um, and then this last trip, so she went back to Costa Rica to see him. They got engaged. Now, COVID hits, you guys. COVID hits and they haven't seen each other for about six months, so half the year, because you know, the travel restrictions. And so she's super excited because they've lifted the restrictions now and she's about to go back to spend some time with her now fiance. Now, I don't wanna be a jerk, but I'm gonna tell you for those of you guys that didn't get to see the show, she showed her ring and like her ring was like, I don't even know what to, how to even explain it, you guys. It was like, you know, your keychain, the ring on your keychain. That's that's what it was like. It was just this ring. Like, I was like, mm, okay, it, did you guys just, what is this? Did you guys do what, no, not Nicole. <laughs> did you guys do what Mike and Natalie did? Just bought like a two, $3 ring and just be like, hey, we're engaged. Is that now a new thing as well? I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's not important to some people, but Dominique, the ring was beyond nothing special. It was just, I don't even know, was it even, even a real ring? It looked like, I, I wish I brought my keychain because it looked like a keychain, just the ring thing from a keychain that she just popped on her finger. It was just very something different. Anyhow, she's hanging out. She's hanging out with her sisters um, and Ashley and Lacey are trying to explain to her like, hey, listen, sis, we love you. They're all really tight. And they see that she's stressed out about the K-1 visa process, but they wanna make sure that Daniel's coming to America for the right reasons, because he ain't got no job. She's been supporting him financially ever since COVID hit. And then, you know, like, is it real? Because when you're on vacation, you're in vacation mode. So there are questions that the sisters have and the sisters have like, you know, you need to go there and you need to, figure out if this is your actual forever dude, because anytime you've been there, you've been on vacation. And now that you haven't been there and he ain't got no job, you're paying the bills for the both of you. And he's 23. And guess what, you guys, this is the part that just blew my mind. Okay. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, I need to, to say this. So he gets a job. So he finally gets a job. She's talking to him. He finally gets a job and she asked him about an email that she sent that is an important email about the k-1 visa that he hasn't even looked at and he says he hasn't looked at it because his phone is broken so oh by the way on your way to come see me can you pick me up a phone she pays all his bills all the bills y'all all where have we heard this before I need you guys to think about 90 days and where you've heard this before. Woosa. <sighs> Woosa. 
Diana. Hey, girl. Hey, Linda. This is the first time I see you outside Instagram. Love your post. Love you right back, Diana. And welcome. Everyone say hey to Diana. So, hey, Solange. Hey, girl. Hey. So, you can't, you got a job and you don't want to pay your own bills. How does that work? I, how does that work? It's how does that work? And not only do you not want to pay your own bills, so you got the extra money because you're not paying your own bills, but you don't want to buy or fix your phone. You need her to go and she's going to do it, you guys. She's like, oh, this is such short notice. I only have two days. And, oh, she gets all stressed out, but she's going to do it. Listen, if you're not seeing red flags in the first 30 seconds of this, y'all, I don't, I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know what to tell you. Okay. So they met two and a half years ago. They've been dating long distance this whole time. They got engaged last year and... He says, his words, is when he makes enough money, he will then become the man of the house. But he feels like um, people from Costa Rica are more like laid back. So none of this is a big deal. If she pays, if he pays, whoever pays, it doesn't matter. But it really seems like she's paying for everything, which she is. And But he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, one day, you know, one day I'll be the man of the house and I'll take care of everything. That one day is never going to come. I'm going to tell you that right now. That one day is never going to come. Not ever. He has a job, y'all. He still doesn't want to pay his bills. Anyhow, she is FaceTiming him. And she sent him this K1 email. And he said he didn't read it. And she's on her way there because they're supposed to do the K1 process. So she asked him, did you get your police record? Because you need your police record for the K-1 visa process. He hasn't done that either. Did you get a copy of your birth certificate? He hasn't done that either. She starts crying. Okay. She feels like she's doing all the work, which she is. And he feels like she's making a big deal over it. It's not a big deal. And so that's where they left us. Now, hey, hey Claire. Hey, girl. Hey. Now, Y'all, if you don't see the red flags in this couple, if y'all don't see the red flags in this couple right here, I do not know what to tell you. These two had me like, what is happening here? Why is she being this way? Now, fun fact, because I was so bothered uh, by this that I wrote some facts down. Uh, Amber has visited him in the three years that they've been together 15 times in the three years. And he's never been to the US y'all. And he's never been to the US even though he has a Venezuela, Venezuelan passport because he says, quote, it's too hard for him to get a visa. No, it's not too hard, okay? Plenty of people from Venezuela travel. He doesn't wanna spend the money to come see her, right? So if she's spending all the money to come see him at her expense all the time, then what does he have to lose? Then they had, when they first met, so you guys have to remember that they've been together for three years. When they first met, they relied on a translating app to communicate. Who does that remind you of? 
what 90 day couple have we seen this with? Cause that's not new. Um, she was asked, okay, so if something goes wrong with the K-1 visa process, will you Amber move to Venezuela to be with the love of your life? And she says, absolutely not. She says she doesn't want to move to Costa Rica because she's an American and America is her home and she doesn't speak the language. Now, mean, mind you, Daniel didn't speak the language either when they first met, but over the last three years, he's kind of been busting his butt to learn English. And we all know why, it's because he does want to come to America and be sponsored and live the, his best life, right? So he's gonna learn the language, so he has the incentive. But I just found it surprising that she says America is her home and he's not trying to, she's not trying to, be with the lover of her life, although she's going to marry him and sponsor him and put all that money into it. Seems weird. It's a little weird to me. Just a little. Next up. <laughs> Y'all, next up is Stephen and Martine. And let me show you guys this couple. Stephen and Martine, and let me give you guys their background. Martine is from Miami, Florida, and Stephen is from Barbados on a Caribbean cruise. So this was a cruise that they met three years ago. Stephen asked Martine to dance, and the two have been grinding on and off the dance floor ever since. However, Martine's trust has been shaken since learning Stephen cheated. So she's flying to Barbados to decide if their relationship is worth saving. All right, Stephen, 33, from St. Thomas. He says it's a tropical paradise, which it absolutely is, you guys. He's a DJ and event promoter, so same in that service industry. It's all about partying and making the guests and tourists feel better and enjoy themselves. And so, like he said, he's paid to have fun, and he meets women all the time, okay? He's the DJ. I'm with the DJ. And he's had flings with women from overseas many a time, many a time because that's his job. So he, he said who he is, you guys, that is exactly what he said out the gate in the first two minutes of meeting him. Um, he likes his words, thick thighs and tum-tum, which is booty. So he's a booty guy and a thigh guy. He met Martine and he said that they're, they had sparked and their souls connected. Now, Martine is from Miami, Florida. She's 26 and she's a self-proclaimed party girl. She loves to travel. She went on, she's on a cruise and she went on this cruise and that's where she met Stephen, who was on the cruise for a bachelor trip for his friend. And they were inseparable on the cruise. Now, of course she met him towards the end of her cruise as well, y'all. So they didn't have much time together when they first met. Who does that remember? Well, you know what, you guys, that's interesting because let me just put my face up here. That's interesting because one of the most successful couples met exactly that way. Cause remember Robert met Annie on a cruise and they literally had an hour together. Do you remember that? And there, look at what happened with them. So I guess it's possible. Maybe I'm just being a pessimist. Anyhow, um, they've been long distance dating for three years. 
So they've been together for three years. She goes to see him whenever she can. He as well has not come over to Miami to see her. So it's it's one way travel on her part. Um, she says that, you know, COVID breaks out and that put a break on the relationship. And now she's gonna go see him again, um, but wants more of a commitment. And by commitment, she means that she wants a ring on her finger. And the reason why she wants a ring on her finger is she's feeling very insecure about the relationship because a year ago he cheated on her and she found out. So she was visiting him on her dime, went through her phone and saw that he was cheating on her. And now she doesn't trust him. She has trust issues with them because she doesn't know if he's doing that all the time. Of course he is all the time because she's not there all the time, right? Okay, so I just wanna throw that out there. Now, she wants a commitment and she wants a proposal and she wants those both of those things on this trip that she's about to go on. And She's forgiven him for cheating, but she says that it can never happen again and that she still doesn't trust him. She realized, she said, that through COVID, you know, and quarantining by herself, that she doesn't want to just party and have a party dude and, and just like be dating. She wants a life partner, someone to share her life with. And so that's what she's hoping that she can have with Steven moving forward. Um, and she feels also too that it's been three years long distance. So if he can't commit to her now, then it's over. Now, she's flying over there, you guys. And here's the thing. She's flying over there with commitment and relationship and marriage on her mind. Steven, doesn't look at this relationship the same way y'all which blew my mind as soon as he said it so steven says that he calls their relationship he calls his relationship with her quote a great escape from reality they party they travel they drink and it's carefree they have a good time together before, just before he met her, he was in an eight-year relationship, which resulted in a child. So that past baby mama, he has a six-year-old named uh, Saari. And so he likes the fact that his girlfriend can come in, he can spend a few days with her, and then she goes back and he can focus all of his attention on his daughter. Now, to me personally, there's something else going on here because what does he do? which I think is romantic. And maybe again, you guys, I'm being pessimistic. Y'all let me know. But because he said out loud that this relationship was just an escape for him and he likes to party with her and just have a good time with her. When he decided that he was going to rent a hotel suite for them to stay in, I was like, oh, because you don't want her at your house. What's going on at your house that she can't go there? and you don't even take this relationship seriously, I have questions. So he says um, his place is not an ideal vibe for what he wants with Martine. So he got them a guest suite at a resort and 
her mindset is she's ready for more and she's leaving the island either with a ring or single, period. So you can already see that these two are on two separate pages. Now, one of the great things about Steven, he picked her up, he bought her flowers. You could see that there was a connection between the two of them and they really like, you know, were vibing with each other. Um, she loved the place that that he got and it was very thoughtful, you guys. It was very beautiful, beautiful views and jacuzzi here and pool there, beautiful. He made dinner arrangements uh, at this place called Baby Doll on the boardwalk for their first night. Um, and then Martine kind of switched it a little bit, y'all. She switched it real quick. They sat down, they had these little rum drinks that are really delicious, but like they will put you on your butt, just FYI, those rum drinks. Um, and the server comes over and tells Steven that she loves him just after, mind you, that the two of them told each other that they loved each other. So Martine told Steven that she loved him and Steven said, I love you too. And then literally two minutes later, the server comes over with their drinks and says, oh, you're the guy from the other the party the other night. I love you. And Martine gets in her feelings. She starts feeling insecure. She starts feeling jealous. She's like cussing him out a little bit because She's having flashbacks of him cheating and her trust issues with him. And she's starting to like snark at him. And he feels like she's making a big deal over nothing. That's his job. And he has to be like super friendly with people. And that's just, it is what it is. And she's making a big deal. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like on the one hand, that is his job, but then he did cheat. So I don't know. These two, I'm on the fence about. These two, I'm like, mm, I don't know if they're going to make it. The other two couples, so far, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly where they are. But these, these two, I don't know. Girl, listen, you said it. I didn't. He probably is still with the baby mama. No! I wouldn't be surprised, Diana. I would not be surprised. Okay? Now, this couple, last and certainly not least, you guys, this couple right here blew my mind as well. Because you know what it was about this couple, you guys? This couple that I'm about to tell you about, they just remind me of, you know, when you ever just have that, like, the one that got away, and then you wonder, like, what they're doing with their life, you know, what could have been if you made different choices, all of that stuff. That's this love story. So... Let me pull up this last couple. So we have Key, who's 36, who's uh, living in Boca del Toro, Panama, and Mark, who's 39 from Huntington Beach. And I will read their little synopsis to you. Mark, Huntington Beach, and Key. Free spirits, Mark and Key, who met in Boca del Toro 10 years ago, y'all, 10 years ago, fell in love while Mike. Mark helped her through the most difficult time of her life after she overdosed. Now they have reconnected after nine years and Mark is headed back to Bocos to ask Key to move to California to be with them. But Key isn't exactly the same girl he met nearly a decade ago. Toxic Thread says, you make me want to watch it. You have to watch it. It's so good. It's fresh. It's new. And these couples are, are you know that, 
freshness of a brand new 90 day season with 90 90 day newbies. There's something about it that you're just like, oh, y'all don't know any better. Oh, y'all are like really like, this is like the love. Like you can see like some of them are in it for the love. Some of them are in it for the wrong reasons, mind you, but like their ill intentions are still like brand new, you know, if that makes sense. So <clears throat> Key, she loves island life. She loves music. She loves people. She feels free on the island. She's originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And she's a personal trainer, y'all. And when I say she's really a personal trainer, like she was running on the beach and just every muscle on her body was like ripped and just like popping, popping with her. She's doing like push-ups and like the whole thing on the beach life. And she likes to train at the beach. Uh, it's her kind of therapy. And she's a real freak spirit. She has a lot of boyfriends, you guys. And she's never thought her words that she would be with a gringo, meaning Mark. Um, but she also met Mark in the worst moments of her life uh, nine years ago. So 10 years ago. And then they reconnected after like nine years. So Mark was living in Panama running a hostel and she stayed at the hospital. They connected as free spirits. They spent two weeks together in Panama and then she moved back to Argentina and they video chatted for five months, but you know, the distance kept them apart. Um, and so they broke up or it kind of weaned apart. And then she went into rehab for a ketamine addiction and she was running on the a treadmill and she passed out. She was rushed to the hospital. And so he went to Argentina to be with her and to kind of like nurse her back to health and to like be supportive of her and help her get over her addiction. Um, but they grew apart because there was a language barrier. He didn't speak Spanish and she didn't speak great English at the time. And he was, she was, with all her family, they lived with her family and he was surrounded by the family, but he couldn't communicate with them. So he ended things after six months and he's always wondered, what if, like, what if I stayed? What if, what if, what if? And he's thought about her over the years here and there. And then uh, she messaged him out of the blue nine years later and told him that she had moved back uh, to Bocas and they reconnected. They reconnected and he's flying out to be with her. Now, what he doesn't know is that she has a bunch of boyfriends. And we met her friend Vicky and here's the thing. She has a bunch of boyfriends. She's not really into monogamy. She's more into like free spirits and like free connections and all of that stuff. So she doesn't know that Mark wants her to move to America. Well, she does know. Mark wants to move her to move to America to live with him in California. And she says she's never thought about moving to the US. She doesn't think that the US is anything special. And the only thing that might be good about the US, she says, is their peanut butter. But besides that, nothing else. And she's seeing other men. And she's broken, according to Vicky, she's broken many hearts um, because, you know, guys fall in love with her quite quickly and quite easily. And she's not big on, on settling down and she's not big on monogamous relationships. So 
that's where the contention is going to be with Mark and Key is that he wants to be with her. He's been thinking about her for the past nine years and he wants her to move and, and be with him in California. Now they didn't talk about the substance abuse stuff and you know, she might be past it, but then she's still an addict. So that that's going to be a whole thing that I think plays into it. Um, but overall, you guys, it's an amazing show. It's really, it's fresh. It's fresh. And, and a lot of the ideas are new to us. I love the fact that we're actually seeing islands and, and what island life is like. And we're actually getting to know the other people besides just the Americans and, and how they are perceiving things and how they are looking at being in a long distance relationship. And, you know, some of them are really just talking about, hey, listen, I was trying to party and all of a sudden I'm in this long-term relationship and who knew that was gonna happen? I surely didn't, but it was good. And I'm, I'm for it, you guys. So I will be covered, continuing to cover this show um, every week so that even if you don't have Discovery Plus, you can come on over and I will recap and review it to the fullest. All right, you guys, I think that's the show because that's everything. It was only four couples. Those were the four couples. I'll pop them up real quick again so you guys can see them. So again, we have uh, Key, who's 36. She's the female. And Mark from Huntington Beach, he's 39. Then we have Steven, who's the guy, 33. And Martine, 26. He's from St. Thomas and she is from Miami, Florida. This couple right here, Ariana from Quincy, Illinois, 25, and Sherlon from Orange Bay, uh, Jamaica, 35. And then this couple, uh, Amber, 30, from Seminole, Florida, and Danielle. I don't know why I keep calling him Danielle, it's Daniel, 23, from Jaco, Costa Rica. Those are our four couples. These are the couples that. Yeah, Mark does look older, right? Um, these are the couples that we just met and I am about that life. And that's it, that's the show you guys. We do have another show at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're covering Happily Ever After and I have a big announcement to make on that show. So be there or be square you guys. Thumbs up wherever you're watching and I will see y'all later. Bye for now.